Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Honey, I Cover the Spread. I am your host, Kyle McCormick, C-Mac, uh, by the name, joined, as always, by uh, Brian Foley. Foley, how are we doing? Not good. Not uh, good. No. I mean, we'll start off with what matters the most. Uh, played a squad call duty game yesterday and dropped 20 kills in a win. So yeah. um, that that's what matters most. Uh, and, you know, football picks, they come second. It was a bad week, but... You know, it's always – there's greener pastures ahead, I think. We'll, no, we'll, we'll get it going again. No warm-up for you either. It was the first game of the day. You had yeah. kills, 55 we'll damage. just talk about that. Yeah. It was all blur. Um, it was kind of like the Ravens-Pats game on Sunday night where you couldn't see much, but it was – the kills were coming in. It was uh, – maybe maybe what we'll do is I'll, I'll – I, I recorded it, so maybe I'll uh, we'll just post that. <laughs> We'll just we'll make an Instagram account and just post that on. You know, you know what we should do is if you did record it, we'll just like commentate over it, we'll like voice it over as a, <laughs> a live viewing of it of me and you. Well, I mean, combined, what, we drop, combined we dropped combined we dropped thirty four. Thirty four, and I think we had almost hundred k damage. Yeah, um, or ten k, whatever. It is. Yeah, yeah, hundred k would have been a lot. Uh, at one point, it was just me and you, the prison dude, just fucking chilling on that most wanted, and you were just pinning yeah. people. Yeah, Barry Pepper good. and uh, Saving Private we were, Ryan. We were, we were actually even in farmland. We were vibing. We were like callouts left and right. Like it was, it was pretty funny. When you get into it like that, it's super fun. And then when you kind of look back on it, it's kind of like I was screaming like guy flanking right, like <laughs> bro, <laughs> all that shit. So bro, all the callouts were perfect, dude. Yes, yeah. if you send that into like the uh, the Navy SEALs, they'd be like, yeah. These guys got that yeah. right. Yep. They had military experience. They they knew what they were doing. We were like I, SEAL Team 6. It, it was like, dude, I wish – I should just think we should talk about this instead of our uh, slate, but I wish you saw the people coming over the fence to get to you guys and me just sitting in a corner picking them off. They had no idea where I was. And it had That's to be awesome. four to five people. Dude, they all just kept coming over. It was, it was like the zombies in World War Z over that, like, Israel fence, dude. It, it was unbelievable. It was I, I don't even just know. In that house just shoot, it was a kill house, and you guys just kept coming out alive. I don't I, – I, once again, I don't even know. Like, I couldn't have told you what was going on with the circles. Like, I, I guess it just kept closing on us. I don't even know. Yeah, it did. It was, it, was just, it was just killing, running out, you know, just the typical running around in circles. And then it was, one, it was, it was unbelievable. I, I really don't – I don't know how Cody came out with one kill. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> he didn't really get downed, I don't think. So I don't know what – I genuinely don't know what happened, but, um, dude, yeah, you were, you were just one guy would get away from me and go to the basement and you would just go down there and be like, all right, dude, come on. And then you yeah. had to come back up. Dude. <laughs> and and then, yeah, that's what it was. You're like, there's nah, two man, exits in my spot. 
<laughs> yeah, there was two ways to get to the, the basement. And every time I went in one way, they were looking the other. Like, it, it just kind of all worked out perfectly. Um, I don't think we'll ever have a better game than that. I'm not even joking. That I, was I by far. I don't think so either. No, that was, as, even as a group, like the team, we did very well. Yeah, I'd like to get those two guys on the pod. See yeah, if they got any winners. Watch it, uh, Cody on the pod. <laughs> the Quattros. Quattros had a pretty decent game too, like damage wise. I think he only had four kills, but. Does he stink? Is he not good? Uh, he's he's really usually not that good. Um, yeah. He had a couple instances where like we're calling people out and he's turning like towards us, and oh, I saved him a couple times like that. But he had a good game damage wise too. So uh, he um can't hear a thing he says on that mic. He's like a new mic. Yeah, I can't yeah. hear anything he was saying there. Dude, something like he was standing twenty feet behind it. Um, <laughs> also, we got to talk about Cody trying to snipe you today. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 I was watching it and I'm like fascinated and I'm, I, I I thought he was messing with you and then I realized he like got frustrated he was like how am I missing these and then I was like oh my god that was hilarious and you had no idea either you were like what yeah, the hell's so going on for all the listeners so uh, Cody and Foley are at the top of prison and I'm doing a, a recon objective like right in front of them on like on the grassy patch in front of prison I start getting these fucking gunshots right by my dome. And I'm like, is that one of you guys? And they didn't, neither of them said anything. So I'm like, what the fuck? And they kept coming, dude. And then all of a sudden you hear Cody go, why can't I fucking hit this guy? Yeah, how am I missing? And that's because I didn't know what was going on either. I saw, I knew he was shooting and you said that, but I was kind of like, you just assume there's no way. So I think someone's coming at you. They're shooting at you while he's trying to shoot them. Nope. <laughs> Finally, I like I see like the perfect frame. I see and just him pinging you and you running in circles. And I was just like, I was like, dude, that's C Mac, and he just goes, oh, oh, unbelievable, unbelievable moment. We went from it was kind of it kind of it, it's it's symbolized my uh, NFL year so far. Where you go from one day we were looking unbelievable, Seal Team Six. The next day we were just clowns. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that's a good transition into the NFL slate, I guess. Um, I'll go for it. Let me get my go for it. Yeah, yeah, you go first. Um, so Thursday night, I was on Indy against Tennessee. Um, at that, I was one of the winners. Uh, Indy looked good. They dominated the box score. Uh, although it did take a a blocked punt late to kind of put it away. But um, what they end up winning by seventeen. Yep. They uh, that offense just leaves a lot to be desired with Indy. I don't think we were that impressed with them. Uh, just more so, Tennessee just showed how they're they're not very good. They're a little bit overrated, I think, after starting the year undefeated. Um, to lose like that on a short week at home, not not a good sign for them. But uh, hit that one. Next game I got here, uh, I didn't, we didn't bet on it, but Washington to Detroit, we'll talk about it quick. Um, Washington came back. I mean, Detroit did what they did. Uh, did you see that at all? I think Detroit I was did a, not see a single play in that game. That was not Detroit a was a big, man. It was, it was classic Detroit where they were up big and they just blew it. Your boy Alex Smith looked good. Um, but, you know, Detroit just goes into that prevent defense. I, I don't I don't know what they do. And The Giants Washington did the same thing against Washington the week before, too, it seems. Yeah. So Alex Smith can, can get it done in that garbage time. Dink and dunk. Yeah. Um, bringing that up because of that. Obviously, we have that bet with the 
Roethlisberger and Alex Smith, which I'm not confident at all anymore. Dude, I, I, I can't want believe. I want to. Yeah, I I can't believe it. I um, told you he he didn't even need to play another game, and now yeah. he's just playing. I, I mean, it, there's no one else that can win that. But Roethlisberger, like, if they go undefeated, you're, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't know how the award works. I, I tried to look at the previous winners, and I think there was one instance of what you were talking about where, like, it was kind of like almost like a, a feel-good story. Let me pull him up real quick. Bro, he almost lost his leg, and he's playing again. But, like, there has to be some performance behind it. That's what I, that's, when I made that bet, I was like, you need to do something. But you were – like, Tannehill won it last year, right? That was because he tore it up with the Titans. They should, they should literally rename it. Instead of comeback player of the year, it should be you got away from Adam Gase player of the year. Right. It's, you're not wrong. Before that, Andrew Luck, who came back from injury and performed. Keenan Allen, injury, performed. Jordy Nelson, performed. Though this is the one that I don't think he performed was Eric Berry. That was a cancer thing. Had to have been. Right. That um, Well, yeah, he locked that so up. So when I saw – when I saw that, that now I'm scared because anything, everything besides that, it's all performance based. So I, I, we'll see. I don't know, man. I mean, he still stinks. He had a good stat line, but he does not look good. He can't throw the ball downfield whatsoever. Thank God McLaurin tore it up earlier because I think he would be in real trouble if it was. Um, yeah. No, dude, he's, he's been really pretty good, good with it. But um, we only need no. What do we have? Nine hundred yards. Yeah. So he's got 787, so we need 114 left. But he's yeah, been he pretty good. You're right. He, I, and he had 116 in the yeah, week before. You're not wrong. I mean, uh, I checked out. I checked out had, the third quarter. Yeah, he's had two big catches in both those games. I think one was 65 yards, the other one was like 56. So it, it, that yeah, he's averaging 14 off. yards a reception. Yeah. That is, that is high, no? He's a good player, dude. That's in yards reception, Devontae Adams. Because he's not a big guy. Devontae you know, like Adams is averaging 12. And I feel like Adams is a pretty uh, – huh. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Last year he averaged 16 a, uh, a catch. So wow. – but his yards yeah, his per game – career is 15. Almost, yeah, his yards per game is almost 22 yards lower. Because wow, he only has, has 57 receptions. Year, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't catch TDs as much, but, I mean, he's great. He's fantastic. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe next pod we'll – I'm going to take a little peek at all the futures and give, like, a, an official rundown on those. Um, but, anyway, on to the next one. I had the under in Jacksonville Green Bay, under 50. That was closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. Squeezed in there. A few turnovers here. It, it was just – a bad week with when it comes to luck. It, there was, I forget exactly. I think there was a Fugazi special teams TD maybe, um, but it stayed under ultimately. Uh, Jacksonville was the right side there too. Uh, Luton look, looks good, man. Uh, he does enough and he, he's gritty. We talked about the bad weather. I wish we pulled the trigger on him. We didn't, but uh, I got the under at least, so I can't be too mad. Next, this one. This one is the one that I hate the most. Uh, I had Carolina plus six bet into it and then I think either I said on the pod or I told you leading up to it that I didn't like it at all anymore. Yeah. Did you so what I it? did was I ended up teasing what's up? I thought you said you bet out of it. 
Or was that so the I, Giants I teased. One? No, okay. I, te- I bet out of the Giants, which which was a winner. So that was great. And then I teased out of uh, Tampa or out of Carolina. Uh, Tampa Bay was just on a mission. They controlled the line of scrimmage. There was not – they got smoked, man. That was, that was bad by me to even be on that side. I should have just completely bit out of it. Next, we had Cleveland, which I guess we'll talk about the Nick Chubb thing. Um, I mean, it was the right play. We would have been lucky to even hit. So it hurts, but at the same time, it was the right play. I think you'll see more and more of that as we move forward. I think teams are more aware that it's better to just go down at the one. But um, Cleveland's Cleveland's horrible. Cleveland's horrible. They are so bad. We'll get to that, but let me ask you this, dude. In a, in a league where contracts are not guaranteed, obviously, for the most part, mm-hmm. in a league that's so performance-based with incentives, in a league where a running back shelf life is, let's say, seven, eight years, for the most part. Less, I would say less, honestly. Doesn't it just seem like – I know it's – the right play. You think he should, you think he, I mean, he probably wanted to score. Is that what you're saying? Like you think like, it was- yeah, I, I, I realize why he did it obviously, because to secure the win, like without a doubt, I just, I, just, I mean, they're going to win either way. You uh, think we saw, we saw Gurley. Todd Gurley, I know, but I think that's a little different because uh, with Gurley, it was still a one possession game. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was still one possession. They would have kicked the field goal to win instead. They scored the touchdown, and it was still a one-possession game. With with Cleveland, it would have been two possessions, even if they missed the extra point. There's like a right. minute left. I, I don't know. I just – I feel no, – I almost I, feel bad. I, I, especially – I don't know, because – I mean, did you see – I think uh, the minutes – there's a fan base that is trying to get, I think, Yannick Ngaku to the Pro Bowl – because that would force Minnesota to give a higher pick to the Jaguars. Oh, that's hilarious. That's unbelievable. So uh, I think Green Bay and Chicago fans are all getting into it because they want Minnesota to lose that higher draft pick. And the Pro Bowl Bowl is fan voted? I don't even know. I think so. At least some of it it is. Yeah, it has to be if they're doing that. I think I think it's all fan voted, but I don't know. I realize why he did it. I just I almost feel bad. I'm just like just get in the end zone, man. Yeah, just I mean, pay your stats and just get that bigger contract. I mean, I know it probably will. You know, one touchdown here, one touchdown there probably won't matter, but and it would right. cover the spread for me. So I was on it too. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, like we talked about last pod, you can't lay anything more than a field goal with this Browns team and that defense. You can't do it, and I'm not going to do it. I've been burned enough I, times where I, I, yeah, I had them, I had them two and a half in the first half, and I was like, all right, that's nice. I wish I had that for the full game. I just, you just knew it wasn't gonna, yeah, you know. So what happened? Your... What happened in that first half? Some didn't didn't um, wasn't there a crazy oh, ending to the first half? Yeah, Houston the got like stuff at the goal line or something. Fourth and it wasn't even like it was like it was fourth and four or something. I think from I think like and they went for it. Yeah, they went for it. Um, uh, I don't remember. The, I don't even remember the play. I don't think it ever really had a chance at doing anything. So, and but then, if they kicked the field goal, you would have lost that. Yeah, 
because the Browns bad. actually wound up driving. Then they took a couple penalties, and then they wound up punting to end the half. Gotcha. So I got lucky. Um, I, I did get lucky there. And so the next game is the Denver-Vegas game, where the end of that half was wild. Uh, Drew Locke runs into the end zone, touchdown. Um, I was on Denver and the over, so that would have been great for me. You were on Vegas first half, and they called a holding, which brought them back, and then he threw a pick. So it was just like a horrible turn of events for me. Fantastic for you because you hit first half there. Um, I didn't even see that. Locke looked horrible. He, he threw four picks uh, that game against a horrible uh, Vegas defense. I don't know what to think about Denver. I mean, I, Drew Locke stinks. I, I don't know why people were high on him at all. He sucks. I, I like the idea of them being kind of like Chicago, like that gritty style defense first, run the ball. But they can't run the ball, and their quarterback sucks, and their defense isn't great. So there's not much to like about them. And Vegas, uh, you know, I'm not going to – I'm not totally sold on them yet, but uh, I'll keep an eye on them. I think moving forward, uh, or I'm taking too long going through this, but next Chargers at Miami, I was on the wrong side. Chargers got dominated. Uh, it was actually pretty crazy to see how much Flores outcoached Lynn, which isn't like totally surprising, but I think it does say something about Flores. Um, they dominated uh, the Chargers there. Uh, next, I had Cincy catching seven and a half. I teased out of that one as well. So I teased Tampa and Pittsburgh. Because as game day arrived, I did not like Cincy or uh, Carolina anymore. And that teaser hit. But, yeah, when you when you got to the nitty-gritty, Pittsburgh, the O-line, D-line, just dominated Cincy's. Um, Cincy was coming off a bye. They should have been more prepared. They were not. So um, that was a loss and kind of a win there. Uh, next, I had the Rams over Seattle. Uh, nailed that one. I mean, yeah, that Seattle team was overrated. Uh, Rams at home off a bye. Uh, took advantage of that defense and the Rams defense uh, you could say is right there right now. Um, I put them in line with Tampa. I put Pitt, Pitt one and Tampa and the Rams two A and two B. Uh, very good defense there. They Russell they made Russell Wilson look pretty mediocre. Let me pull up his stat line. The thing with Russ is he's so good that even when he has a bad game, he manages to, to pat the stats in the end. But yeah. um, it's his, Dude, my, I, mean, my, I think my dad's losing his mind. What did he say? He, he just started like a fire outside. He's throwing like all these leaves and stuff in it. Hey, little bonfire? Bro, I don't <laughs> know what this is. <laughs> is it in the fire pit or just like in the middle? <laughs> it, it is a fire pit, but he's like burning. He's just like grabbing like leaves like on the lawn and throwing them in there. This is weird. It's like, it's like seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, he looks happy, so I'll just let it be. Sorry, go on. It's no, a little distracting, but, um, dude, because I just see a fucking bonfire come up in the background when I'm trying to do this podcast. Oh, you dead man. He needs his office back. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you take. That's what happens when you kick him out of the office, bro. He doesn't I gotta do work somehow. I go, yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, so Russ had a 57 QB rating, by far his worst of the year. So, yeah, the Rams defense is, is solid. Uh, next was another brutal beat with San Fran plus 10. I think they muffed two punts that led to two TDs. I don't know if you saw that. Um, just heartbreaking. Uh, coming off play? a Thursday night, oh, New Orleans. The Saints, right? They, yeah, no. I think the same guy muffed a punt twice that led to a TD. Uh, 
they lost by 14 in the end. They would have been, or 17, they would have been able to stay the number if not for that pain. That one, that one hurt. And then finally, um, Baltimore, New England had the over. I think there was 40 points going into the fourth quarter and then not a single point scored. Pain. Um, yeah, I was on Baltimore. There. Baltimore also lost the teaser. They, there's something going on over there. They're just not the same team. And then finally, I added uh, Minnesota over. Um, Nagy gave up play calling, and the guy who took it over, I forget his name, he was supposed to be more aggressive with the deep ball, which fit Foles well. They were missing David Montgomery, which made me think they wouldn't even try to run it. But um, what can I say? They, they Chicago's offense still stinks and lost that as well. That one never had a chance. But, um, yeah, 4-8, and eight, horrible. Um, tough beat with the New England over, San Fran, and um, Cleveland, obviously. So, 50 and 50 on the year, about as mediocre as you can get. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, to do from here. Listen, I, listen, you were the guy, you're supposed to be the guy that everyone could follow and then they'd make money. And I was supposed to be the guy that everyone could pay. And now I am still that guy. However, you're not the guy that we can follow anymore. All right. You got to pick a side, <laughs> dude. Start losing, start winning. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal college week for me as well. So it was just a bad week. Yeah, so I'll start off um, with my golf picks. Um, fuck every one of these guys because I lost four bets by one spot in the standings. So fuck off. Um, I went over three on Thursday, dude. Jonathan Taylor over rushing yards. I mean, that this thing could have been six, and then he wouldn't have hit it. He does not play. They didn't use him. They didn't use him at no. all. It was Naheem Heen's birthday. I don't know how I missed that stat yet. Oh. So he played. Yeah, that's yeah. why I bet Christian Kirk last night because it was, he, it was his birthday a few days ago. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, you got If it was his birthday on that day, then you take that. Uh, Titans money line. Then I never had a chance. I was just riding with Nick, my boy Nick Merckx. Uh He blew that one for us. And then I had first first score field goal or safety. Let's move on from that. I never had a chance either. I had a pretty good Sunday actually. Uh, Bills, Arizona over 56 and a half. Uh, that was, uh, I think that was lucky with the Hail Mary, right? I don't think they would have the Hail Mary that. get that over? Dude, I got to be honest. I, I had like a panic attack at like 6.30, so I didn't see any of the oh, like, the right. I totally and then like the 8 o'clock game. <laughs> I had a horrible, I had a horrible, su- I had a horrible Saturday and horrible Sunday and like end of the night, I'm miserable and I got a text from CMAC just like, dude, I just had a panic. I, I, I just finished up like a three hour panic attack. And I just read it and I was just like, I, this is, this might be the worst day of my life. Yeah. Dude, I, I like looked at my phone. I'm like, oh my God, it's like 10 o'clock. Let me see. Yeah, don't worry. Day. I'd rather have a panic attack than go four for eight. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I think that hit with the Hail Mary. So that was lucky. Pats Ravens, I had that over as we talked about. That was very unlucky. Cleveland minus three, kind of unlucky, kind of lucky. Cleveland first half, kind of lucky. Vegas first half, kind of lucky. Uh, Moneyline parlay, Cleveland, Philly, Vegas. Philly blew it. Who would have thought? A lot of people would have thought that was a bad, bad Philly. Philly sucks, dude. Fuck Philly. They're so bad. I wish I, I wish I'd have bet under the Giants. Yeah, I think the Giants are like pretty good actually. I think they're. Mm, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I think they have a pretty good chance right now. 
Um, teaser, Saints pick them, Bucks plus four and a half, Chargers plus 11. Chargers made that interesting, but they got it done too. So I Sunday was for four one and one or four two and yeah four two and one thursday was on three for four five and one i think i'm minus seven on the year i will check next week and have that for you but uh, i think anytime you see a prop from me i think you fade that right away and then also i think you try to find a way to fade the money line parlays everything else i feel like i'm getting decent at but definitely, if you see a prop from me, fade that. Yeah, I, I I lost my first teaser of the the year last week, so I'm I'm a little upset about that. But um, I will say one little note about this week. I have the weather up right now. There's should be fine with the weather across the board. Uh, Cleveland will have rain. That's the only game that is predicting rain. But rain with no wind isn't a big deal. Do they have a home game every every week? And is it bad it's weather every week? Three games with a buy in between it. But but rain. So I don't know. What do you think about a rain the when there's no wind? Always wins? three too. Their spread is always three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it with, doesn't matter what team comes in. <laughs> with with the rain, it. You know, I've read. What kind of field do they have? They have turf there. Or is that grass? Grass. Okay, so actually, maybe that is a bigger deal. So that gets oh, sloppy. It's going to get sloppy. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's keep an eye on that because I, I, I like the thinking of rain, no wind is actually better for an over, over because yes. I like the, the idea and fumbles. Yeah, defenders, defenders falling, which uh, a receiver slipping does not cost nearly as much as a DB slipping. Yes. So I like that idea, but I just don't know with the, with the sloppy, if it gets muddy and all that, um, so we'll see. We'll get through it. But um, besides that, clear weather. So that'll make things a little bit easier. And um, I guess we'll get into it. We'll we'll start off with Tennessee coming off that Thursday night game. They're at Baltimore. And I am showing them getting five and a half, a total of 49 and a half. Did, did um, you want to talk about Cardinal Seahawks at all last night? or? Um, so, yeah, we're recording this a day later than normal. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. I, I – I took Christian Kirk props. I missed the receptions and the reception yards by um, 0.5, both of them, which is actually pretty funny. He had four catches for 50 yards. I had four and a half, over four and a half for 50 and a half yards. Let me see if there's a stack correction, actually. You never know what that shit. I doubt it. But, um, yeah, it was um, – we've talked about Arizona being overrated. I, I lean Seattle, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't like that three number, though. Uh, if it was two and a half, I would have been on it. But yeah, um, yeah at fifty. But um, dude, looking at Arizona with, now, with Arizona, dude, they like I, I've said this on an earlier podcast. The offense looks like it has no idea what to do half the time, and then half the time they drive down the field and score. It, there's, yeah. I feel like there's like no in between. Yeah, there's a lot going on with them. So first off, they're they're six and four now, but. Take, so say they lose the Hail Mary last week, or yeah, last week. Um, now you're five and five. And you know, last time they played Seattle, they were down ten with three minutes. They had that like leverage penalty on the field goal, which ah, they could easily be four and six. And I think if they're four and six, the perception of this team is way different than what it is. Um, 
Kingsbury is one of the most uh, polarizing coaches. People either think he's a genius or he's the worst. I think he tries to do so much with the offense and whether it's screen passes, Dude, design it's so college. Here and there. It's so college that offense. It's, it's insane. And they're they're the second most penalized offense in the league because I think when you're asking these guys to do so much stuff, you're gonna get more holding penalties. You're gonna get more illegal for me. Like it shouldn't like here and there. It's it, they're they're trying to the the hurry up. I think definitely mm-hmm. contributes to that with the holding penalties on the offensive line. I mean, you know, they're they're hurrying up to every play, dude, and I. I you know, for guys that I'm sure they practice this and whatnot, but especially on a short week, dude, you do that hurry up. That, that they had yeah. so it was so many penalties last night. Um, and, I think you just get tired. And like you know, he'll throw Hopkins out wide with two tight like in the stack formation, and he'll have two tight ends in front of him, and it's like, yeah, no shit, it's gonna be a screen pass, dude. I, I don't know, it, it's so bizarre. I don't like him, and also I I love Tyler Murray. I'm a huge fan of his and I think uh, when I say fan that means I just like him I like I like how exciting he is I don't know if he's necessarily that great uh, we don't see him ever throw the ball down the field it, it, it he, he's mobile and he's athletic as hell and um I like his demeanor and all that but like I don't see him ever make reads down the field and throw the like I saw him try to force some balls last night down the field where it was like what are you looking at um yeah the only thing I would say to that, of them. he he was definitely hurt last night because I saw a so few, he threw a couple fucking ducks last night. Yeah. So what is it? His shoulder? It was his right shoulder. Yeah. They were heating it up on the sideline, icing it. So he was definitely hurt last night. But I feel like I, he they that offense does not. I mean, dude, if you like Christian Kirk is a very good receiver. Fantastic receiver. DeAndre Hopkins is a fantastic receiver. The best. Larry Fitz, is, Larry Fitz will move the chains for you still. You're right, dude. Mm-hmm. Everything's a screen on the line of scrimmage. Dude, what and that's why guys- I think that – I don't think Kingsbury is the long-term answer there. I don't think he's horrible, but I don't think he's the long-term answer. And I don't think Murray is going – is developing the way he should because I don't think they're asking him to do much of anything. Um, when it comes to throwing the ball, I, you know, his athleticism and running the ball is one thing, but you know, when it comes to like everything is either like a quick five right out, which is fine or a screen pass or just like he scrambles. You know what I mean? I, I just don't have faith in him yet as a pocket passer where I think when you do see him throw the ball deep, or at least when I say deep beyond 15 yards, he throws a good ball usually. So it's, it's like, okay, he can do it, but I just worry about where they're headed. I think they're a Fugazi six and four. Um, their their, their roster is, not is bad. Their defense like, the, is not all, horrible. The offensive line's bad, though. Yeah, offensive line's bad, but they have the quarterback that can negate that. Um, but the defense isn't horrible. I think their defense is actually like top ten, I believe, to, to a lot of uh, which I don't think people realize. They just think, oh, defense sucks. Offense is great. It's not so much like that. I think they're they're. Defense and offense are hand in hand. Um, they leave more to be desired, but on the road short week, you can't get too down on them. But I just – we've been saying it week after week. Uh, they're, they're overrated. I really think they're overrated. So um, we'll keep an eye on it moving forward. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess, and I, I, guess and I think that the last thing I'll say about this game is I think Joey Douglas is just playing 3 chess right now, Seahawks, because Jamal Adams looks like shit. Football. Yeah, yeah, he, nah, he, he looked like, he he looked like, like shit, he, but I, 
he's not, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't know how to explain this, but he's, he can't play in coverage, obviously. Right. Right. I think he's hurt right now too, but he does not look like the player he did last year. And I don't know if it's because he's on a new team and he's not necessarily trying to play his way off that team, but I, I don't know. He just looks like a different person right now. And I'm very happy the Jets got two first-rounders and a second-rounder for him. No, I, 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 I uh, agree with you on that. That's for sure. He, um, All he wants to do is just hit people, which is fine. But Which is fine, but I, I got to be honest, dude. He, he, he's like Palomalo, right? Um, except well, Palomalo I mean, played. Yeah, in, talking about a Hall of Famer. I'm saying play style, right? Safety style. Okay. Like he's not he's like Ed Reed, right? Like Palomalo's on No, I just think – I think Paul Malu had way more skills with the ball in the air than Adams has zero. Like when I say right. zero, right. I, I'm not even being. I'm sure, not even being sure. he, he's like Landry. He's like Landry. He's like LeBron Landry. Okay, sure. Yeah, I was just saying because Paul Malu is usually on the line of scrimmage, which uh, right. Jamal Adams was. But yeah, no, I, I shouldn't sell uh, Paul Malu short like that. You're right. Uh, but yeah, I, I love I, Paul Malu. <laughs> 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 he's the coolest safety ever. Ed Reed's the best, but, like, he's so cool. Yeah, so, all right, we'll move on from that. Uh, just happy for the Jets. Um, more picks to fuck up. Need mm. interior defensive linemen, so we'll get those. Um, all right, so what game we're starting with, Tennessee? Tennessee, Baltimore. Um, you got a game here. I have five and a half um, opened around seven. Baltimore had a ton of injuries against the Pats. But Tennessee's O line also, I believe, had injuries as well. I don't know where we're at with it. Do we? Do you have anything um, that gives us the most up to the minute injuries? No, and I don't like to look at injuries. That, but I mean, this one, Baltimore had so many injuries, and then Tennessee's O line, I think, is decimated now. Here, let me pull this up quick. Wait, so um, <laughs> I, I don't mean to like words. circle back to this here, but. The there was forty points in the the New England game through three quarters, and they didn't score a single point in the in the fourth. Yep. Oh goodness. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, it was horrible. Dude. It was it was pouring rain, so like there was a reason behind it. But um, you know, Lamar can't throw the ball. They were down, and when you're asking him to throw the ball, they can't do it. I think Jake. I watched J.K. Dobbins drop out three passes. Um, dude, I saw a stat that. I think Lamar is 0 for 9 when his team is down 10 points at any point in the game. Mm. Uh, and I think every other quarterback in the league or something like that has at least one win. I thought that was like the most obvious stat in the world, but I still thought it was worth <laughs> mentioning. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, but so, so it's five and a half. Ravens are home. Ravens are home. Tennessee coming off a Thursday night game, so extra uh, extra rest or preparation time, if you will. I don't have anything here. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't like this game at all. No. Um, I'm gonna look I don't like the Ravens game. anymore. I think the league completely caught up to uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm going to look real quick at one thing. I don't hate the overlook because – if we're saying – 
Tennessee, Tennessee doesn't get pressure, right? It's the one thing we say every week. The reason I was on the yes. Colts is Tennessee doesn't get pressure on the quarterback. So Lamar will have time. But I don't know how much that even, like, benefits him because he doesn't – he's not like he sits in the pocket. But, but yeah, when he does, you know what I mean? They're 30th in pass yards per game in the league. Hmm. So, so I guess – both these – so the Ravens are first in the league in rush yards per game. Tennessee's sixth. So – Tennessee's defense is horrible, and they're yeah. especially bad against the pass. Um, so, you know, maybe if there was a team for Baltimore to get it going against offensively, it's this game. And you look at Tennessee and what do, what can they do? It seems like they can score. So I'm looking at the over a little bit. Um, I don't hate that. I think that's probably the plan in this half. one. Yeah, right. I mean, in Baltimore, they're going to want to get right. The thing that scares me is obviously two two teams that can and probably want to run it, which that's never a great recipe. But yeah, Baltimore, so honestly, is a team that breaks off, like, huge runs. Baltimore is not, like, the three-yard, four-yard, five-yard run. It's, it's usually some big runs. Yeah, they're, so they're 16th over. in the league in time of possession, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Now, Tennessee is third, so – Lamar has time. That's very surprising to me, actually. Tennessee's third in, in time of possession. But the thing is, we need Baltimore to take that lead early, which I think they will. Because yeah. if Tennessee goes up early, it's over. Um, Baltimore's first in the league in points against, too. So they did just up 23 to the Patriots, though. Yeah, defense is solid on Baltimore. And, the, nothing... and the, Patriots, the Patriots ran all over them, right? Yes, and you know what? Let, uh, let's do it. I'm going to do the over because Baltimore, all their injuries were mostly on the defensive end. Um, Clias Campbell hasn't practiced this week. Anthony Levine hasn't practiced. Brandon Williams hasn't practiced. Uh, they're all doubtful. Uh, their linebacker, McPhee, didn't practice. So um, I think I think the over is to play. I'll, I'll add that. I'll add that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that with you. Consensus oh, okay. bell. Ding, 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 and, ding. Um, what we'll do is if Tennessee does go up early, well, I'm going to, I'm going to bet out of it because at that point, you know, you're going to get a um, Lamar three and outs and then you're going to get uh Derek Henry, a big dose of him on that. So I guess that's the other thing is Baltimore's, I just named two defensive tackles who are out. So maybe that's something that Baltimore attacks, but you got to think they want to like get going, man. They, they want to blow this team out. Um, I just don't know if I trust if you can bet against Tennessee on an extended week to lose by more than five and a half with that offense. But um, seems like, it seems like a big number. Yeah. I even have right. six, so I might you have six right now. So six. it was at yeah. five earlier. I'm, I'm going right. to take the over here. but Yeah, I'll ride with that as well. Uh, next game, we got Detroit at Carolina. So I believe my spread is now outdated. So I they don't I don't think, even have a spread here. Yeah, so it was I had as of yesterday afternoon, I had Detroit minus one, total of forty seven. I believe Stafford is playing. Dude, I have three and, games no four games in the one o'clock slate with spreads. Are a ton of people on bye weeks or is this all COVID? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So what games so three. do you not have? You don't have Carolina. So Carolina doesn't know who's playing quarterback. They don't know if it's Bridgewater or that um, AFL guy or XFL guy, whoever it was. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't have PJ that. Walker. I don't have yes. that one. Um, 
I'm assuming. So, uh, let, let me let me. I have Falcons, Saints, Pats, Texans, okay, Steelers, Jags, and Titans, Ravens. So you don't have Cincy, Washington. No. Huh. I don't know what that's about. COVID. It's got to be right. Yeah, because you're missing Carolina, Cincy, Washington, Carolina, Detroit, Cincy, Washington. And then you said you don't have Philly, Cleveland? No. Is Baker on the COVID list or was that last week? That was like two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. That's right. That was in the bye week. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Weird week. I mean, COVID, the big game is Vegas, which we'll talk about. But, um, Ah, I don't know that either. Yeah, that's a COVID game. But um, I have like seven games. So yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so we'll talk Detroit. I, Stafford's most likely playing, and I think PJ Walker is most likely playing. Um, Detroit's laying one as of now. Total of forty-seven. I think, think Swift's out too. Swift's concussed. He got Swift got concussed midweek. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't been fantasy, and I don't know like what's going on with that. But somehow we got concussed midweek. Um, I don't think we can go near this game. I don't even think we should talk about it. I mean, we don't. There's so many unknowns between quarterback and yeah. You know, I'm not betting on PJ Walker. When I have seen him come in a few times this year, he's horrible. And I'm not betting on this Detroit team on the road laying points when um, they're missing guys as well, and they don't seem to do anything. Um, Although I will say, I guess, like, if if Walker is starting and, and you know, say Swift does play, maybe Detroit first half, like, it was not even worth it. If Swift's playing and Bridgewater's out, yeah, I think I think first half Detroit would be able to play. Detroit first half, either that or a team total or something along those lines. Um, is Mike Davis hurt now, too? I think he's hurt, too. I don't. I didn't think he was. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Mike Davis. He was a full participation in practice. So okay, they're good. Um, they got a ton of injuries. Some guys in defensive end as well. But same with the lines. Um, yeah. All right. Well, maybe Detroit first half. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But, um, it's too hard to say anything as, about as that. As of right now. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh's laying ten and a half. And total is 46. 46. Huh. All right. Little the high. only thing I'm going to say about this, okay, mm-hmm. which I think is a valid point, Pittsburgh is playing Baltimore Thanksgiving night next week. So short week. For him. Look ahead spot. I think it's a very big look ahead spot here. I, I mean, ten points on the road. Jacksonville has—they've kind of shown that they can kind of cover spreads with Loudon and Luton, whatever his name is. Yeah, they're, they're a tough team right now. They—they they play a physical game. I don't. I think the play would be the Jaguars, if anything. I just don't know if I have the balls to take it. Right. Because I, I don't think Pittsburgh is 
I like Tomlin as a coach, but this is the biggest look ahead week I think I've ever seen this year. I'm leaning over, over or, and so Pittsburgh's got the best as of right now from consensus is the best O-line and best D-line in the league. Jacksonville has one of the worst D-lines or the worst D-line and one of the worst O-lines. So we're talking about another game where Pittsburgh controls the trenches, just like last week against Cincy. However, they are now on the road. And like you said, maybe a little bit of a look ahead spot. So I'm looking at the over 46 is what I have. Let me check the most up-to-date line real quick. 46. And, I mean, you got to think Big Ben has time to throw. They can do whatever they want there. And then you get a you get a, a feisty Jacksonville team and that offense fighting to stay in it. And, if anything, maybe the defensive pressure turnovers. So I'm looking at the over, and I would lean Pittsburgh. But like you said, it's a big spread, and Jacksonville's covering this is just one of those games like last week with the two games I wanted to bet out of last week were Cincy and Carolina, because when you looked at those trench battles, one team is just so much better than the other. Yeah. So um, what's, what's pit first half? What's that spread? You have one of, do you have that yet? Uh, let me check. Yeah. Uh, pit minus six. Minus six. That's too much. All right, I, I, but they're undefeated. Can you really look ahead when you're undefeated? I don't know. Yes, I think you can with this this Jaguars team, dude. One and eight. They're probably worse than the Jets, honestly, which is saying something. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. But I get where you're I get where you're going, though. They're not good. They're bad. It was beat Green Bay. They had a very good chance. It's seventy three and sunny. They're going down to Florida. About to play on Thanksgiving. Big Ben is fucking 45 years old. They're a, they're they're a, they're a solid all-around team. They're not going to let the letdown spot here. I'm going to I'm going to be on I'm going to be on Pittsburgh team total. That's what I'll do. Okay. Uh which will probably be around 30? No, it can't be 30. It's too high. It's going to be like 20 27 28. 20? It's going to be 28. 28. It's going to be 28 because the spread's 10 and a half, so 28 and then Jackson will be 18. I'm going to take the over there. They're going to control the, tr- the they're going to control the offensive line, do whatever they want there, and then possibly I'm going to hope that that D-line cause havoc, creates some turnovers, some easy points from short fields. I lean Pittsburgh, and I'm going to take the team total there. All right. I, I might take Jacksonville. I'll let you know. I'm leaning Jacksonville here. All right. My boys. Do you think – let me ask you this. Do you think in – in the sense of Jacksonville and the Jets. Do you think, let's say, the owners or the GMs are pressuring certain people to not lose on purpose, but maybe not game plan as much, maybe not put the team in the best possible situations to get that generational talent? No, I don't think so. I think that – Jacksonville, maybe. So so right now the Jets don't have a win. No matter what, you don't want to go winless. You don't want to be one of the few teams to ever go winless. So the Jets are definitely trying to win. Uh, Jacksonville at this point, maybe not. But um, 
I don't think there's any pressure on coaching to purposely lose. Uh, I think you saw the Jets started to trade some guys like McClendon and that, like that just, you know, kind of trickles down to what you're trading away to any decent player that um, you could do it that way. But the Jets are going to be busting their ass. I just think maybe Jacksonville, if anything, wouldn't. And, and I mean, like we said, I mean, Pittsburgh's got some dogs on those lines. If they were trying to lose, this is not the game you're going to expect them to come out and play in because they're going to get bullied. Um, so we'll see, though. When you have a rookie quarterback like Luton, and, you know, they're playing tough, it's hard to say that they're trying to lose or ever trying to lose. But um, we'll see. I, I'll tell you one yeah. thing. Once the Jets do win a game, then you start fading them if you're not already every week after that because then it's really just like, okay, we, now we're not going winless. We're cool. Let's just cruise here. I, I, um, I think they have two winnable games the rest of the year. This, this upcoming week and week 17 against the Patriots, depending on where the Patriots are. Right. And Miami, too. I don't think – I'm not going to say Miami's an unwinnable game. Yeah. Yeah. Have they I played agree, them yet? Yeah, they played them once, right? Yeah, they got destroyed by them. Not really. Actually, actually they – well, they lost 27 nothing, but they won turnovers, time of possession, and, and total plays. And it was 27 nothing. Yeah. That's good. Um, All right. The next up, we got New England at Houston. New England's land two, total of 49. What do you got here? Uh, hmm. Do we buy into the New England hype? No. Do we buy into the Texans hype? No. <laughs> I hate this card. Yeah, it's tough, dude. I mean, <laughs> so New England. God, I like the over, dude. They're gonna want to. New England's gonna want to run the ball, and Houston can't stop the run. If they. Uh, they just they're one of the worst. I think they might be the, the worst. Defense is awful. Yeah. Um, so they're not – you know, New England's going to run all over them. But then the other end, Houston, I'm hoping at this point they just stop trying to run the ball because they, they are the worst at it. They can't do it. And, you know, Watson's a, a good quarterback, and the Patriots' pasty is horrible. Their defense in general is horrible. God, I don't know, man. I lean Houston, I think, at home at plus money on the money line against a horrible New England team. But I feel like I've been on Houston so many times this year. I just like they are so bad. Um, I don't know. I, I, I lean Houston for now, I would say. I, I think at this – it opened minus three Houston, and now it's at minus two Pats. So I think you're getting value just from a sense of line movement. And I think that um, I would lean under because – I. If New England's controlling that ball, running it, but then Houston's throwing it, so I get, I get it. I guess. Let me let me let me give you a stat right here that might change your mind. Oh. All right. Uh, New England has allowed seven point eight yards per pass play this season, second most in the NFL. Houston has gained yeah. seven point three right. yards per pass, fourth in the league. Now on the Houston. flip side, Texans are allowing one hundred sixty-seven yards a game rushing, most in the NFL. Patriots are gaining 161 per game, which is third most in the league. So both these teams have strengths. Both these teams' defenses do not have the answer for those aforementioned strengths. Yeah. So, I mean, you figure if – the only thing that would, I guess – concern me if I did take the over was New England controlling like 
the clock and then kicking field goals because their red zone offense is severely lacking. Mm-hmm. And possibly a couple picks from Deshaun Watson. That would be the one thing. But I, I'm going to take the over in this one. I am. Um, I think was it 48 and a half? Let me double check this here. I think it's 48 and a half. I, I don't know, man. I just don't think these two teams are 49. All right, I'm going to take 49 right now. I'm going to take the over here. I like um, that. I, I'll take Houston at plus money um, for now. Okay. I like the over as well. I'll, I'll probably – I'll do the over as well. Screw it. Um, I'm going to do Houston in the over. I think, um, like you said, both teams have the advantage here when it comes to their offenses against the defenses. Give me the home team um, plus money on the, on the money line. You know what I mean? I think there's value there. Yep. Um, do you want to guess yeah. how many touchdowns Cam Newton's thrown this year? How many he's thrown? I know he hasn't thrown a single one to a receiver. I know that. So I would say how many he's thrown in general it had to be the tight ends and running backs. Uh, I would say five. That was close. Flower. Three. Three <laughs> touchdowns. Three touchdowns, seven interceptions. It sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's horrible. I mean, it, they're using him the right way where they're just going to run with him until his body can't take it anymore, which sucks right. for him. But I don't think he that realizes what they're doing. That is insane. <laughs> that. Um, that is nuts. But um, cool. So Houston, you're on the over. I'm on Houston and the over. Yep. Um, all right. Next up, we got Philly at Cleveland. Philly is the second week of a back-to-back road trip. They're catching three, I have written down here. Yes. Um, total of 47 and a half. I'm going to start this one off. I think like we talked about with the weather, the rain, and no wind, I don't think that affects the pass game as much. Maybe some turnover as defenders falling. I think Cleveland wants to get that offense going again. It's been it's been super slow. These guys are probably miserable playing these windy games where it's just run, run, run. I'm gonna take the over off the bat. But at the same time, but with the same time, (laughs) I'm going to wait and see if I can get Philly at plus three and a half. I've talked about it every pod. You can't lay more than a field goal with this Cleveland team. They are horrible. And I will be on Philly plus three and a half if I can find it. Uh, Miles Garrett out as well. Has COVID. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Even better. So, I'm, I'm, if I can find three and a half, which let me check right now, and then I can make an official play if I can find it on one of my books. Let me give you a little stat while you look for that. All right. Over under 0.5, the wins the Browns have against the Eagles in the NFL since returning in 1999. Over under 0.5? Yeah. They've never beat them. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia is 5 0 against wait, Cleveland. Wait, wait, wait. I've never beat them. 5 0 against Cleveland since Cleveland returned to the NFL in 1999. So, I mean, history, history tells it all. I do, I do want to say, dude, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are a problem. Yeah, they're, they're great running backs. Well, that tandem's awesome. But, I mean, as you saw last week, even as good as you are, dude, I guess you got a brain in you and uh, hasn't been affected by CTE, so you just fucking drop down at the one. 
Still, yeah, all right, still the right play. Jarvis Landry has not caught a touchdown yet. The only line I have on my books is Cleveland minus two and a half, which is a totally different story. That is a different story. I, I might think... take that right now. I'm gonna take. I'm taking it. I'm taking Cleveland minus two and a half. Um, Philly stinks. We know that. Um, terrible. They're so bad. And I mean, you look at this Cleveland team. They like to run the ball. Philly can stop the run, though. It's the only thing. This Cleveland defense stinks. Um, but I think Cleveland wants to. They they, they got to get this offense going. So I think. Um, God, I don't like. I already don't like this, but I'll be on Cleveland minus two and a half just because I can get the line, and then I'll be on the over as well. Yeah, I was thinking about the over, dude. I'm like, I've lost. Actually, no, I haven't taken the. No, I haven't taken the over. Uh, but that over hasn't hit in like two games with Cleveland. It, it hasn't even been close. So I'm, I think well, because it's because of the weather, though. It's only thing. Right. Right. Um, so you can't. So you, think, you, don't, you gotta. You gotta throw that out the window. I think. Remember what these totals were opening at when Cleve before those weather games? They were way higher. Fifty fives, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm still not going to take it, but yeah, I, I don't, okay. I don't hate that move. I, w- I would lean the over. Okay. Yeah, I'm, an, I'll be on the over, and I'm on Cleveland, but whatever. Um, next up, it's funny because I like, I like Philly plus three and a half, but if I'm getting two and a half, then it's Cleveland. Okay. Uh, next up, get Atlanta at. New Orleans, Atlanta's coming off a bye. They're catching four, total of 52. Um, I, dude, I tell myself this every fucking week. Atlanta I wanted to bet the Falcons. Easy. Oh, my God, dude, don't easy. they? They seem too easy off a bye. You got Taysom Hill starting at quarterback. The only thing is this, is that Atlanta's run D is horrible and New Orleans can run the ball. I could see them causing huge problems and just running it down their throat. Right, but let me ask you this. There's no threat of Drew Brees throwing the ball. You have Taysom Hill in there. If you were a defensive coordinator for Atlanta, you'd put eight guys in the box on almost every play, right? Right, and I'm actually – I misread this stat. Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Atlanta's horrible at running the ball. New Orleans is great at stopping the ball. So, actually, New Orleans is good at running it, and Atlanta can stop the run. So, I, I screwed that up. So, actually, there is no advantage over New Orleans. Which So, Atlanta is the play here, for sure. I, uh, I love Atlanta. I hate that. I love them. I, feel like I love them every week, and it, like, doesn't work, but I just love them every week. I don't know what it is. I'll lock it in. Atlanta plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to put it in right now as well. Plus three and a half, baby. And let me take a quick peek. I mean, Atlanta doesn't get much pressure on quarterbacks. So, I, you know, I was hoping maybe they did, but whatever. Um, all right, move on. So, on Atlanta there, it's just not – not the, the spread hasn't moved enough for a team that's going to taste some hill at quarterback. Like we said, they have the two lucky punt um, recovery uh, – the fumble recoveries and the punts. Right. They would have won by probably a touchdown against San Fran. I think people are going to think they blew them out. They're rolling. Uh, perfect spot to grab Atlanta here. Um, Agreed. So we'll be on that. Wish we got it when it was at five. It was at five yesterday. Oh, um, that would nice. But uh, next game, we got Cincy. Second game of a back-to-back road trip against Washington here. Catching one and a half. 
and total of 47. Oh, that's a, that's a bit of an ugly game, isn't it? It's a dirty one. All right, you start off with this one because I feel like you got something on this that I don't. <laughs> so, on now. so I don't. I don't have anything here. Uh, yeah, you know, Washington's Washington's defense is solid. That D line so solid, one of the best. Right there with Pittsburgh, Cincy's O line is horrible. <laughs> so they should cause havoc on this Cincy team. And however, like we talked about Alex Smith, I think you got to look at those Lions games as at the first half. You can't look at the full game. And um, the Lions dominated Washington, like absolutely blew them out in the first half when things were all equal. And then once they went to prevent and all that jazz, that's when they started to let up. So I don't think you can totally downplay how bad Washington was steamrolled. Uh I'm gonna stay away. I you can't. I can't. I can't see taking anything here. I really, really can't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna take anything either. The Bengals Washington. Yeah, the Bengals did not win a road game in 18 tries. Right. I definitely mean Washington. I mean with that with that D line against that Bengals whole line, man. Like, Burrow's going to be in for a long game, like every week has been. And, you know, Washington is home since the second week of a back-to-back road trip. They got nothing to play for. Neither team has anything really to play for, but Alex Smith has something to play for. Yeah. So, I mean, come back lean Washington. Day. Yeah, well, I'll keep an eye on it. But uh, I lean Washington and um, maybe the under. What's the total at 47? 46, dude. Um, I would almost take the – I think I would like the over here. The over? But how, who's scoring? Whoever wants to, man. I, these two teams, Mixon's out, right? Whenever Mixon's out, since he does not try to run the ball, right? Now, that's probably bad with the defensive line that Washington has. However, you have seen in the past Joey Burrow kind of going off when he's just throwing the ball. Like against Indy, um, against oh, was that other team they beat? I don't know. I kind of like Joey Burrow throwing the ball a lot, and I think if they do get ahead, Alex Smith has shown that he's pretty good when you give him that soft shell. You know what? I'm kind of talking myself out of this. I'm I'm not going to touch this game. Why am I? Not? Why Why am I trying to touch this game? I'm not going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I'm um, going to stay away from this game. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to rip the under. Um, I think that, uh, like you just said, I, I don't – the idea that they just got bullied by Pittsburgh. Uh, they caused havoc on Cincy. And let me um, let me pull up. How many times was Burrow sacked last week? Let me pull this up quick. Because you've got to think at some point there, like we can't have our, our – the future of our team just absolutely dominated. Let's see if we can pull up the, yeah. uh, the amount of sacks. Yeah, so Steelers had four sacks on them. <laughs> um, it's a good amount. And the they ran the ball pretty well. 139 rushing yards last week. So, you know what? I'm going to take the under. I think they, they, they no matter how bad the run game is, you can't have Burrow just getting beat up. You can't do it. Um, 
I'm going to take the under 47 here. I think it's going to be a slow-paced game. Alex Smith stinks. He's dink and dunk. He's not going to have any big plays going on. I think that since he's going to try to run the ball, keep Burrow safe against that deep, another good D-line, under 47 for me. Okay. Um, next, we've got Miami at Denver. Miami minus three and a half. Denver is catching three and a half. They're at home and um, total 45 and a half. Can't bet Denver right now. Um, you cannot. Offense is horrible. They don't do anything well. And um, I do think Miami's overrated, though. I don't think Tua is as great as people think. You know, he's going into Denver. There's no way you can lay more than a field goal with a rookie quarterback in mile high. So I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Lean Denver just because of the mile high thing. Uh, but like, I think I'm just going to put – yeah, I think I'm just going to put Miami in a money line parlay or, or tease them, one of those. Uh, dude, six of Drew Locke's seven touchdowns have come in the fourth quarter this season. I mean, that's bad. I think I'm going to tease or put them no, or Miami in a – I don't think they lose this game. I think Brian Flores is too good of a coach for them to lose this game. Um, I, do, I do just worry a little bit about the my eye thing. So I'm going to tease or take the Dolphins money line here. Nothing more, nothing less. All right, next game. We got the Jets coming off a bye in uh, L.A. against the Chargers. Total of uh, 46 and a half, and Chargers are laying nine and a half. Um, I'll start with this one. I think this is a get-right spot for the Chargers. Um, I think – Anthony Lynn's a, a horrible coach, but Adam Gase is the worst coach. So I think that negates that. I think uh, they were kind of vibing a little bit, and they, they've hit a few rough patches the last few weeks. The Chargers have. I think they want to get things going again. Jets can't stop anything through the air, and I don't think the Chargers try to run the ball. I think Herbert is going to go crazy. Brian Poole, the slot, uh, the nickel corner for the Jets is hurt. He's one of the best in the league. And besides Poole, the Jets have nobody in the secondary who can stop the pass. I think yeah, Keenan Allen is going they just to released, uh, They just released Pierre Desir as well. Desir, yeah. I mean, not that he was very good, but. I'll know, be on um, I'll be on Keenan Allen props all day. He's in a feast in that slot against the backup corner. Um Chargers minus nine and a half. Give me that and give me uh, Keenan Allen props. And um, on the other end, I mean, the Jets can't run the ball or throw the ball. And with Flacco there, I think people might be thinking, oh, they looked feisty against the uh, Pats last week. Um, nine and a half is too much for a bad Chargers team. But I think um, when you when you look deeper into it, you're going to see that uh, Herbert's going to throw all over the place. So, you know what, I'll, I'll be on Allen, I'll be on Chargers, and I'll be on Herbert yards as well. Yeah, I agree with most of what you just said. Um, I like Herbert. I like Keenan Allen props. Um, I also I think I like a couple of receiving props for the Jets. I, I, I like Mims props and possibly Crowder props. I, I I agree with you. I think the Chargers are going to throw the ball over the Jets. I think it's going to get ugly quick, and I think the Jets are going to have some garbage time to uh, kind of complete some passes. So I think it's a prop game for me. Um. I think it'll be a lot of throwing the ball. Um, if the Chargers try to run the ball against the Jets, I, I think they need to get their craniums checked because 
the team is okay at stopping the run, and they are just awful at stopping the pass. So please just throw the ball on us. Just please throw all these rookies and just take advantage of it. Um, the only thing that might scare me from taking Herbert props is that he got a haircut and he looks like a 12-year-old girl. I think that's bad. Yeah. Not a good that was look a for terrible him. haircut. Even I can admit that. But not, not a great look for him. He's got to um, grow facial hair. Or he's got to do. He, he's. Just, I don't know what he's got to do, dude. But uh, he he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good. <laughs> um, all right. Next, we got the Green Bay Packers at Indy. I'm assuming this is the game of the week that everyone's going to be able to watch. Um, Indy Lane two. They're coming off that Thursday night game, extended rest, and total of fifty-one. I'll let you start this one. Yeah. So. Every part of me wants to take the Packers, which makes me want to take the Colts. I have took the Packers against the Vikings, and it was the worst bet in the world. I took Indianapolis against the Colts, I think. That was the worst. I've been burned by these. Indianapolis against the Colts, you just said. (laughs) Oh, it's all the Bengals. I'm sorry. Inter-squad scrimmage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, was about, I, was about, yeah. I was like, we're just going to throw a pick against his defense. Um, I, I just don't know with this one. I would, I would lean Indianapolis. I, I almost think that line's a little weird, but you, I, I like the Packers, but I, I think this is one of those spots where I would fade myself here, and I, I would try to take Indy. Just be, just be. I mean, you got Rivers and Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. And Rodgers looked 10 times better, but that Green Bay defense is awful. The Colts defense sure. looks like it's got something there. And Colts can well, – I mean, Jonathan Taylor's not going to be running the ball, but I, I think the Colts – give me the Colts defense and Rivers rather than – at home rather than Green Bay here. So I think I'm going to take the Colts here. Yeah, I – Colts extended rest. They, you know, catching two here, Green Bay is. And I'm going to probably take Green Bay money line. Um, I think that, you know, Green Bay's defense is no good. There's no denying that. Indy's offense isn't good either, though. Even last week against Tennessee, I was watching it. They just don't do anything to really impress you. The um, Green Bay D-line does a decent job of getting pressure, so I'm hoping they can just do enough. Although, you know, the Colts O-line is so stout. But, you know, hopefully Green Bay D-line does enough, makes Rivers a little uncomfortable. And then you got, like you said, you got the Green Bay offense against the strength of the Colts, their defense. And I'm just hoping that the second time now we're seeing Green Bay on prime time after they were embarrassed by Tampa Bay. Um in that four o'clock. Yeah, no, that wasn't that even is. prime time. That was four o'clock. Yeah, but wasn't it the game of the week? It was. Yeah, that's yeah, pri- I can yeah, say, yeah. You can say that. Pri- I can say that prime time. I think. Um, I don't, but no. Um, it's not technically prime so, time, bro. I'm a broadcasting major, right? Prime time is. Is it, is it, not, is it seriously not considered prime time? Yeah, no, it's not. Interesting, because I, I, I honestly think more people watch that the four twenty five late game than Thursday night or Monday night. But um, but uh, you, I think you're well, the guy who does that. Oh, so. uh, well, yeah, it's probably Thursday night. I don't know. Yeah, no, primetime's technically 8-2-11. Okay. Um, okay. They have different time slots. I forget the names of them now. Like afternoon something. Gotcha. 
the nationally televised game, I'll call it then. Uh, I didn't know that. That's a good little. I would. I would say that. Yeah, I would say that it's not technically uh, prime time, but yeah, I think it gets more views than Thursday and, and Monday night. Right. So, like the second game of the week, we'll call it then. Um, last time they got steamrolled by Tampa, and um, that was a big game. And I think that when in today's NFL game. When you got a quarterback who can throw it and the, the weapons to throw him to, like Devontae Adams, I think since DBs can't do much, I'm going to say that Rodgers does enough here. And I'll take the plus money once again, kind of like we talked about with the Houston game. I, I'll take the plus money with um, the the Hall of Fame quarterback in Rodgers against the washed-up Rivers here. I'll, 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 I'll take the bait there. But I think you're right. I think um, – I'm betting with my heart over my mind here. It does seem a little bit like a trap spot. Yeah. Not yeah, so much I'm gonna for go Green Bay, but rather yeah, better. Give me Philip Rivers, man. Love this guy. Yeah. I think I think they're overrated, Indy, though. So I'll, I'll I'm not a Green Bay guy, but I'll I'll take it here. I'll take it. Um, but next we got Dallas at Mini. The spread seven, total of forty-seven and a half. Dallas coming off a bye. I think Andy Dalton's playing quarterback. Uh, let me pull this up quick. Yes, yep, he is. He is. Uh, open to nine and a half, down to seven here. Um, I'll start with this one. I think Minnesota runs all over them. I think that they control the ball. I think that Andy Dolan is horrible. He looked so bad in that offense. And now that he's coming back from an injury, I don't think he's going to suddenly look better. I think that that Minnesota defense has slowly – you know, kind of formed into this stout defense. I mean, they were young to begin the year, and they're kind of getting it going. I'm going to tease Mini. I can't lay seven. That's too big of a number for me. But um, I'm going to tease them in some shape or form here. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, Seven's a little bit too big, I think. If it gets below seven, I I'll, I might be involved with the uh, – If it gets to six and a half, I think I'm going to slam Mini. Um mm-hmm. I agree with you there. I think they're just going to run all over them. I, I, I think I'm going to take some down cook props here and call it a day. I don't think there's any way that Dallas can stop them. I, I think no, Dallas I is gone. They stink. They stink. And Andy Dalton stinks, dude. Oh, so bad. He didn't look good four weeks ago. Why is he now all of a sudden after not practicing and taking time off? Not practicing. Exactly, yeah. He's going he's gonna to stink. Team stinks. Right. And they're looking for a draft pick at this point. Minnesota's kind of vibing. I think um, they get the job done here. Yep. But next up, we got the primetime Sunday night game. We got Kansas City off a bye. Andy Reid's numbers. I'm sure you got that stat somewhere. He doesn't lose coming off a bye. Playing the only team that's handed them a loss this year in Vegas. Uh, They're at Vegas, though. They're laying eight. Total of 57. I'll let you start with this one. Okay. Hold on. Look at this Andy's fucking Reid stat. I thought, I I thought that, that's such a C-Max stat to have that. I'm shocked you didn't I know, have that. I know. I know. I don't have I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me give you this one. The Chiefs have started this season with wins in their first four road games. Only once in franchise history has a team started 5-0 and on the road. The 1966 Kansas City Chiefs team that went 7-0 and and lost to Green Bay in the first Super Bowl. So – and they're won five in a row since 1966 on the road. Do I think that matters? No. I'm just trying to buy time to find Sandy Reid stat that I can't seem to find. Um, was it eight right now? Oh, man, that seems like a lot. Oh, man. 
That seems it's like a lot. Um, the, the the revenge game. Right. What did Travis Kelsey say? Um, he said something this week about it was like some teams that's their Super Bowl or something playing against us. I think he was like alluding to the Ra- uh, the Raiders. Oh man, I, I'll try to find that after I find this Andy Reid's stat. Um, so Andy Reid in Week Eleven is vying for his 19th regular season win following a bye week. In his 22 years as an NFL head coach, he's an 18-3 regular season record after the bye week. So <laughs> there it is. There it is. 18-3. So what I think I'm going to do here, I think the teaser just came into play. I think I'm going to tease the Chiefs. I'm going to tease the Vikings. And I'm going to tease the Dolphins. I think that's my teaser right there. Um, I think he is a lot on the road to this Raiders team. That has shown they can put up points. Um, I, I do think that the Chiefs are going to be mad, obviously, that they lost to them. Um, coming off a bye, I think that's – I think, as you, as you just heard that stat, I think that will help the Chiefs. But at eight just seems like a lot for a defense in the Chiefs that really isn't that good and an offense in the Raiders that has shown they can put up points. So I, I'm going to tease the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'll tease the Chiefs with the. Um, I'm going to tease the Chiefs with Minnesota as well. I'll have the same teaser, and I'm also going to take the over. I think it's okay. points galore. Primetime game. Uh, primetime games have been relatively low scoring recently. I think this one's going to break that trend. I think um, Chiefs I throw this... all over Vegas and oh, I don't have Vegas this game either. Shit. Pain. <laughs> but does somebody have COVID? Is it the Raiders again? I feel like they have COVID every week. So so the Raiders, that's the thing here. Uh, the Raiders, they had another COVID thing going on now. And I think the idea is that because they, they were so sketchy with it last time and the NFL was so mad at them that they're not going to cancel a game for them. They're going to make them put out whoever they got it to field the team. So... Kansas City should fucking roll, man. I don't know who has COVID at this point. I just know that NFL fan of them. Yeah, and it's a primetime game. They're not going to cancel the last minute. So Vegas is going to have to put out practice squad guys or something to field the team. All right, so, hold on um, a second. Let me look this up real quick. Vegas uh, Raiders COVID. Let's see who's actually out. Seven more on the COVID list. Okay, hold on. Um, okay. So it was uh, that defensive uh, and Pharrell who started all of this. He tested positive. So Lamarcus Joyner, Jonathan Abram, Malik Collins, Jonathan Hankins, David Irving, Isaiah Johnson, Arden Key, Kendall Vickers were all added to the list on Wednesday. If all those players keep testing negative, they will be able to return Sunday night. They just won't obviously practice. So if any of them test positive, that is – that's almost their entire starting defense. Over, over, over. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah, I'm going to – oh, yeah. I like the over, dude. I'm with you. I think, I, I think I'm going to take a Chiefs team total here. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease the Chiefs as well because that's, that's bad. 
So Farrell's definitely not playing. Um, and then, I mean, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight other guys that are in limbo and haven't practiced at all this week. So I, I, with the Raiders lost a sixth round pick. They got fined 500K, right? They got yeah, screwed. They were, not screwed, but it was, it was bad. They got a spank. I, I just don't think um, – I don't think the NFL cancels this. I think they make the field the team no matter oh, no, how they're many cancel that. they got. Yeah. No, so you I can't think, cancel Patty Mahomes in prime time, dude. No. So I – maybe just lay the points no matter how much they should blow them out, especially coming off a of bye, dude. It should be ugly. Yep. But um, So we're on that. I, I like the Chiefs um, team total look. Uh, I'll keep an eye on that as well. Um. And then finally, the Monday night game, we got the Rams at Tampa. Uh, Tampa's laying four, total of 48 and a half. Um, basically, you got what you got here is you got a Tampa team uh, whose offense leaves a little bit to be desired. It's not, it's, it's above average, I'd say, the offense. Uh, the Rams defense, like we talked about, is super, very good. I, I don't even think they're underrated anymore. Uh, they're top of the line defense. And, um, on the other end, you got a very good Tampa t- uh, defense going up against a Rams offense who likes to run the ball. Um, Tampa has not had a bye yet. One of two teams, them and Carolina, have not had a bye yet. And you got to think that, you know, the Knicks and Brews is here. They had a big showing last week, but, you know, it's still got to wear on you over time. Uh, that makes me nervous. But I will say that the Rams and their quarterback, Goff, they, he is one of the worst under pressure. And what does Tampa do? The same thing we talked about Bridgewater last week. They love to blitz more than anyone else in the league. So I got nothing here. I, I lean under because, like I just talked about, I think the Rams defense is very good, and Goff is so bad under pressure that it should be an under game. Um, but I like that number 49 that it opened at, and now it is at 48. So I, I might still be on it, but I'm leaning under. I don't know how you feel about any of this. Yeah, I don't have much on this game. I don't, I don't, I don't really like this game. I, Tampa's one and two in prime time games. I think the one they won was was pretty lucky as well. That I can't remember. Uh, that was against Chicago, right? Or did they lose to Chicago? No, the Rams beat Chicago. No, 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 Tampa Bay. They lost. They lost to Chicago. Yeah, on Thursday night. That was that weird so, game. Yeah, so I think – I mean, I don't know if that really contributes to anything. Um, I, I would tend to lean the under with you. Uh, I think Todd Bowles is a very good defense coordinator, and I think he blitzes top five in the league, so that should shake up Jared Goff enough to kind of throw him off his game. I would lean under. I don't think I'm going to take anything in this game unless I have a good Sunday. And I guess I'm spending money. I'll throw a couple props out there for everyone to fade, but uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to take anything in this game. Cool. Um, I think that's it. I, that's all of them. Uh, we'll circle back now with some teasers. We're both on the Dallas KC teaser. I'm also going to add one right now. I'm going to add uh, Denver up to 10. And I'm going to at home, mile high, rookie quarterback going in there. It's going to be tough for them. And I'm going to add, get Green Bay up to eight and a half. I think um, they keep it close with Indy there. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do – I'm going to do uh, – was it Minnesota 
Miami and Kansas City for one. And then they got a money line. So that's my one teaser. What do I have my money line one on this? Oh, da, 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 da. oh yeah. Oh, I don't think I had money line one. Could throw them together, but no, I'm not even gonna throw them together. So I'm gonna take a uh, mini Miami and the Chiefs in my teaser. Ten point. Yeah, ten pointer. Cool. Hey, money line dog of the week. I'll give bow. I'm gonna do Denver too. I I think um it's just a spot. At some point, this Denver team's gotta get a win, and if, if it's a rookie quarterback coming in, I think that's it. So I can't wait for Denver to let me down once again this week. Yep. I'm going to take the ATL, the Dirty Birds, baby. Give, yeah, me, I like that as well. give me that win over the Superdome. Let's go. Cool. I think that's a good slate. We'll tweet everything out uh, per usual. And we got to get going again. Got to get got to get the train back on the tracks here. Yeah. You especially, not me, but you especially. <laughs> um, I'm just leaking money at this point. Yeah, this, this is bad from you. You think I looks into everything. I'm just the uh, – the guy you bounce ideas off of. <laughs> All right. Um, if you uh, – so we'll create an Instagram page um, for you guys to follow. We'll post all our COD clips on there with some voiceovers. And uh, <laughs> MLG Gamers. All right. Um, Foley, you got anything else? No, that's it. Let's, let's get some winners here. It's, it's a, a very uh, monotone uh, voice tonight because it, we're just we're losing at a rapid pace right now. There's there's really nothing to be excited about here um, no. with, the, with the with the previous week. So that's you can tell in our inflection that's bad. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you. Look out for our picks on Sunday, and we will talk to you next week.